You're listening to the High School Football Coaches Podcast by Max Preps, Episode 2. And we welcome you into the High School Football Coaches Podcast. I am Steve Montoya, and it's Super Bowl season, so we thought this podcast would be extra special if we could talk to one of the coaches of one of the stars in the Super Bowl. And so we're going to be talking to head coach Mozzie Moyed, who coached Jared Goff at Marin Catholic. Marin Catholic is located about 20 miles outside San Francisco. Coach Moed, uh, has led the Wildcats to seven undefeated league championships, three North Coast section championships, and he went to a state championship with Jared Goff in 2012. So this podcast is going to be about what it's like to coach a special player like Jared Goff and some advice for the coaches out there when you do have a player like him and and what makes Jared Goff so special and why he's such a still is such a good alumni for the school. So we're honored to have Coach Moyed on with us. Well, hey, Coach, first of all, you know, thanks for being with us on the High School Football Coaches Podcast. And I imagine it's a very exciting time right now at Marin Catholic as one of your former players gets to shine on the big stage. Uh, very exciting time. Heck, um, you know, couldn't, couldn't be more exciting, more proud. What 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 is you know Jared Goff's relationship with the school since he left? Is it is it do all the kids at the school know that one of their former players is going to be starting the starting quarterback uh, this weekend uh, in the Super Bowl? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, not just at our school, in our whole county, uh, the whole community. Um, it's uh it's it's pretty neat it's sort of like when tom brady was going um you know, i'm not comparing him to tom brady but yeah you know just you know the whole northern california community sort of was hey tom brady one of ours is going now we got two of ours there yeah how, um, how which crazy is, which is, is that? pretty amazing yeah, yeah um, how crazy is awesome. that 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 basically <laughs> got two, two schools i don't know less than an hour from each other are are producing two quarterbacks who both idolized Joe Montana growing up. Now they're, they're both yeah. playing. Is there, is there a little rivalry? Like, uh, Hey, this is a Sarah <laughs> kid going up against a Marine Catholic, or is it just, man, it's amazing to see two kids from the Bay area. Well, I guess they're not kids anymore going, growing up and, and now playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. You know, the, no rivalry between the schools. Uh, the schools really don't play each other. Um, I'm friends with the current head coach there, Patrick Walsh, and you know um, we sort of made a little sidebar deal <laughs> back nice. that you know um, if depending on whose side wins, um, the the other coach, principal, and president have to wear the opposite team swag. Oh, and, I like and, that. Uh, one. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> nice well we'll be looking for Make, that makes it fun sure. makes it fun yeah definitely 
So, so coach, before we get into some some more questions, I, I want to just kind of throw some rapid fire questions at at you, uh, and get get your take before I ask you some questions more about just your coaching and uh, and your relationship with Jared. And so, I'm going to sure. fire some questions at you. All right. So, if you if you had a chance to have dinner with a college or pro coach, who would you have dinner with? Right now, uh, yeah. man. I get to pick one pro coach. One, any any coach you could have dinner with right now to pick his brain. You're, you're really getting after me here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Bill Chick's usually always been that guy, but right now I think you know the hot guy is Sean McVay. You know. Yeah. So you know um, he's the hottest guy on the block, and so is the rest of his staff. So yeah, you know, sure. I think he'd have to be the guy right now just to see what you know they've done to get that quick turnaround get to the big big game like they have in such a short time yeah definitely all right number two your favorite sports memory as a player for yourself um man favorite sports memory shoot um i would just say you know the if it if it's a play on the field, it was a when I was in junior college uh, at College of Marin, um, I made a a big play in the end zone versus Shasta Junior College, and nice. um, you know had a had one of those wild hits you know in the end zone. I, pl- I played safety. Okay. Um, okay. On the field, it'd be that, but off the field, it's just you know um, the camaraderie, the brotherhood amongst the amongst our team, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. you know, at, at the time. So just, um, a lot of close guys and, and some continue to stay in touch. So, so awesome. yeah. All right. When not coaching football, you prefer to be doing what? Spend time with my wife. <laughs> Good answer. You know? Good answer for sure. All right. Key, key mentor for you as a coach. Um, man, I've, I've, I've had a, I've had a number of them. Um, you know, Ben Partee, who, who was my junior college coach, actually he was Marine Catholic alumni as well. Um, I really looked up to him. I never, ever dreamed of coaching or thought about coaching ever in my life. Um, and, um, you know, he was, um, you know, he was one of the guys that I started off modeling myself after when I did start coaching, you know. Uh, he and um, I would bounce things off him, and another gentleman was Pete Lim at the time, a uh, longtime county coach here, uh, and he was athletic director as well at College Marin. Um, but those were two guys I started off learning learning a lot from, and, and things grew from there, and connected with, you know, uh, many other coaches since. Yep. All right, last one, and I know this one could go on forever, but. Why do you coach? Um, I I love football. I've, I I I love the sport. I I love what I've gotten out of it. Um, I love what I've been able to just learn in life. Um, you know, uh, competing. I think as an athlete, just it's something that's in your blood. And as a player, you start to lose something once you step away. Um, as a coach, that carries on, but a whole new world opens up uh, when you start to coach. The you know, it's it's also another family. You know, that's something I think everybody searches for all the time in life um, is to 
you know, um, belong, but it's the ultimate platform to, to be able to serve and, and teach and, and, um, be part of something that's, that's bigger than just yourself. You know, it's, uh, you know, and, and that's why I love it. Nice. All right, coach off the hot seat. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get into some questions now. And thanks for, uh, thanks for answering those for us. And let, let's, let's go back to the first time you, you saw Jared Goff as, as a kid on campus or whenever you first saw him as a coach and, what what was that like? Do you do you remember that? Do you remember thinking this kid is going to be special, or are you are you thinking were you thinking out oh, here's another kid? I, got, I mean, really, what were you thinking the first time you saw Jared Goff? <laughs> um, initially, I, I was thinking here here's a tall, skinny kid with some talent, you know, <laughs> making things look easy. Yeah, um, that's that's what I initially saw when he was a freshman here at Marin Catholic and and throwing the ball. Um, you know, from there, just, you know, naturally comes the other questions. You know, here's a guy with, you know, um, outstanding talent, you know, a father who's played Major League Baseball, um, you know, those things. But you question, hey, is he tough? Is Does he have a good attitude? Is he coachable? Is he going to be a hard worker? Is he going to be a prima donna? Um, right. Is his father going to try to be overly involved or not? You know, Um all those other questions and, and the intangibles that, that you look for, um, you know, you know what I mean, were answered the following year when, when he came up to the varsity team. And as a player, as, as, as Goff grew up in your program, was, was he similar to what you see on TV now, just this guy that just seems like if he threw a pick or threw a game-winning touchdown, he'd have the same look on his face? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he was, he's ultra competitive. I mean, ultimate competitor. I mean, he's, he's, he's very tough minded and, and loves to compete, but, but yeah, he, he had that calm, cool demeanor about him where, you know, he's throwing strikes, he's fired up, but for the moment, you know, and then onward, um, same thing with when he makes mistakes, you know, he, he's probably a little bit ticked, um, uh, maybe for a little bit more than a moment, and then he's it's onward. You know, let's go. Um, that's been one of his strengths throughout his whole career, um, is to be able to have that great recovery as a as a elite athlete. Um, and I think that's what makes him special that that calm and coolness and being able to bounce back and move forward. Yeah, and, and for you as a coach, when and for for just coaches out there in general, when you know you have. <laughs> You know, potentially a, a star in the making, or just a kid who's special for you as a coach. Does does your mind change? Your philosophy change on how you're running your offense and or where, wherever the position he plays, or is it you, you got to stick to what you're doing? Or sometimes you just have to adjust based on. Sometimes we just got a kid that's so special. We got to adjust what we do. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think you always have to adjust what you do, uh, given what what you have. I think you have your, you know, your your system, but it's got to be flexible enough to where you focus on which part of the system you're going to focus on according to the talent you have. Um, and and with Jared, you know, um, he allows you to be able to do a lot of things, you know, but everything sort of revolved around him at the same time. 
right. with with what we did. He made everyone relevant. He made everybody better. Um, you know, um, around him, he made our linemen better. He made our receivers better. He made our backs better. Um, he made our defense better. You know, he was constantly trying to be the scout team quarterback to compete against those guys with the backups. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, to stick it to them. But, um, but as far as the system went, yeah, we, we revolved around him. And the other thought, when you get a player like that, and um, he, he's beyond talent, he's a special guy in, in character and just as an individual, you, you really, um, part of you as a coach, see how much, See, sees how much this guy cares and um, loves the game and, and loves his team and and um, you know the love for each other and, and you just don't want to let him down you know and that that really drives you is is the fear of you know hey I gotta I can't let this kid down you know uh, I gotta turn over every leaf and you know we as a staff got to work hard to make sure we give you know this kid and the rest of the guys our, our best and then some yeah, and speaking of your staff, I know you have a background in, in being a safety and being a defensive-minded guy. Is is that as a head coach with that background? I know obviously you're involved in the offense, but do you rely a lot on you know your your quarterback coach, your offense coordinator, whoever it may be? To are you guys talking all the time about hey, we got this kid, we can't let him down, we got to build our offense around him? Is it really as a head coach? Is it do you rely a lot on your assistant coaches to to drive that as well? Uh, that's a good question. I'm the offense coordinator, and I and I work with the quarterbacks. Oh, okay, um, so I, I yeah should have done my research more, man. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, you know, er, early on when I started to coach here, um, I had a coach that helped with quarterbacks a little bit and um, did a good job. But it was you know the role was. Hey, just let's work mechanics. I'll work with his head. You work the mechanics, and um, you know. And I'd, I'd also call the plays. And then um, later on, when he, you know, he had he had departed, um, I just continued to, you know, I took over the mechanics part as well, you know, um, and and working with that. But you know, um, it's a. I think as a play caller and offensive coordinator, you that relationship with that with the trigger man is is so important he, he's an extension you on the field and you know sometimes unless you trust a third party with your life <laughs> right. um you know things get lost in translations you know um you know here and there depending on you know the team or program but for us that's how it's worked out yeah so let me let me re-ask that question as an offensive coordinator how fun is it for you as a coach to have a player like that? Is it just? Oh, it's great, man. We can um, do so many things. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 it's fun. You know, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun, and and um, you know, it just it makes it that much more exciting. Um, and, and the other part that I think is overlooked is he makes other guys so much better. You know, right. um you know, average receiver, he can hit in stride on separation at the right time. And the guy now is making an explosive play where, you know, all those little things have to be right. And, and the quarterback helps that out so much um, on being on time with, with the throw and being accurate like he is. Um, so, and, and now you see other guys' confidence grow and their swagger grow. Um, when, when you got to like, 
guy like Jared, it just, you know, like I said, he makes everyone better. Yeah, and, and one thing, Coach, you're hearing a lot about this now is kids specializing in one sport and focusing on one sport early, and, and that didn't seem to be the case for for Jared. It's, probably could have played any sport at the school, but I know he, he played baseball, played some basketball. And for you as a coach, is that something you support as, as kids? You know, if, they're, if they got the talent, they should be playing other sports in high school? A hundred percent. We're we're, just, we're a smaller size school, 750, you know, plus kids at our school enrollment. We'll play the bigger schools, compete against them. But we don't, you know, two things. One, we don't have, you know, we're co-ed. Um, Mm -hmm. but we don't have enough just male athletes for everybody to specialize around here. So, so we really encourage that. But even apart from that, I think it's so important for, you know, athletes to play multiple sports, especially their first couple years in high school, just to have the cross training. Um, you know, sometimes you don't know what you're going to be good at, you know, or, or what you're in love with or passionate about quite yet. Um, you know, and, and the the burnout factor and yeah. and and injuries, repetitive motion. We've had a lot of guys, and you know, from some other sports, um, have have short and long term injuries from you know playing a sport year round, and and it's just it's tough. It's it's tough to see, um, and even more so, it's if something doesn't work out and they've invested everything they they could, you know, early on. It's just um, you know, um, the effects of that are tough on, on the young guys as well. Um, you know, I think as they get, you know, to the, you know, the junior or senior year, if they're going to be a scholarship player and, Hey, I'm getting a scholarship, go to Cal. I want to minimize my risk, you know, with, with my off season and play in other sports. I'm not going to play rugby to, you know, (laughs) take a chance of jacking my shoulder up or, yeah. You know, doing doing those kinds of things, then you know now to now it's an investment, you know that's that's worthwhile. Yep, one hundred percent. You know, finally, coach, just kind of want to ask your your advice to to other coaches around the country. And I know we've hit on this a little bit, but if there's coaches out there that are in that situation where they know they got, you know, a, a special piece, a special talent, and some some coaches are fortunate to have that every year, but most they come around here and there. Um, what's what's your advice for for coaches out there when you when you know you got a potential, maybe even an NFL player, four or five star kid or whatever? Any any extra advice you have for those coaches as they um, prepare for their season? You know, I mean, everyone works so hard as a coach and and you know, to, to prepare and do the best they can. And, and that's everyone's ultimate goal is to do the best they can, be the best they can be. Um, I think when they have that special piece, um, just to remind yourself to, you know, you know I mean, remember who you are, you know, remind the kid who he is, you know, and, and be yourself, you know, uh, coach within that um, and, and really help, help the athlete continue to be themselves and build on that not try to model after somebody else um Mm -hmm. you know so to speak find out obviously the the kids um talent and skill set and and feed that you know uh 
you know what I mean, adjust, adjust to that. Um, but you don't want to really, there's no time to reinvent yourself or change everything you do, um, you know, um, you know, for, for just, um, for the sake of it, you know, sometimes guys, you know, feel like they have to do something different or something more. Uh, but the most important thing is continuity, uh, within yourself and then within your program. Right. For sure. Well, coach, uh, we appreciate your time and, and hopefully, uh, you won't be wearing Patriots gear coming up. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, but maybe we'll see it on Twitter. We'll see, uh, Congrats uh, on your success at Marin Catholic, and, and thank you again for taking time with us. I appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. All right. Well, we thank Coach Moyed for joining us. How special is that? One of your former players is the starting quarterback at a, such a young age, and he's playing another quarterback that grew up not far from him that both idolized Joe Montana. Now they're both on the big stage, and one of the head coaches will be in the gear of the other team for the Super Bowl. So thanks again to Coach Moyed. I am Steve Montoya, and thanks for listening to the High School Football Coaches Podcast by Max Preps.